everyone. Welcome to this week's Indie Artist Music Hustle with Blind Intelligence. I'm your host, Ms. Ronnie, where I always seek to give you exquisite cranial repertoire. This week, we have a very special guest. We have indie artist, The Major. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. How are you doing? I'm doing just fine. Well, what we're going to do is, as always, I am going to let you take over and tell everyone a little bit about yourself. Okay. Um. Well, I'm the major. Um. I come from South Carolina. I'm in New York right now, making it happen. You know, I'm an artist. Um. I make hip hop, R&B, pop songs, any type of music you can think of. You know what I'm saying? I'm versatile. Feel me? I'm just out here trying to make sure shit happen for my daughter. Make sure my daughter is good, and make sure I pursue my career. Okay. Well, tell me about your early start. My early start. I came from South Carolina. You know, um, I was dealing with a, a, a manager. You know, I um, we didn't we didn't come to an agreement. So you know, I just took off on my lonesome to do a lot of things on my own. And I, you know, I got introduced introduced to this label called Colossal, and we just been working since then. Okay, so how long have you actually been a professional artist? Um, I've been been a professional artist for about five years. So what do you like most about the industry that has kept you here for five years? I like that I can make an impact on the industry. I like that I can um make, you know, even these younger cats out here, I can make them actually get influenced or inspire them to do something good with their life, you know? Like, they see me, like, I've been doing music for a long time. They see I never gave up. And I'm always up with the time. So they look up to me in, in a certain type of type of way. So I'm able to influence. That's what I love about it. So when you really became a professional artist, it wasn't too long after that that COVID hit. So tell me, what have you learned about yourself as an artist? since COVID. I learned how much how much of a boss I am of my own, you know. <laughs> to be honest, I learned how much of a lot of things I could do on my own. You know, I, I I got I got time to sit down and learn certain things that I didn't have the time to learn before because I was ripping and running and you know everything was open before or you know it wasn't these certain type of laws that's that's in effect now. So but now the COVID hit, you know, you get you get a chance to learn yourself even more, you know, learn more capabilities about yourself. Okay. I asked many artists this question, so I'm going to ask you. What would you consider yourself personally as an artist? What would you consider an asset? And what would you consider to be a liability? And what liability have you turned around to make it an asset? Um, as an asset or a liability, an asset, you talking about in, in, in regarding of the industry or in regards to, to, to what? You, as you as, you as an artist. So say for instance, um, a liability could be that you like to get sloppy drunk and okay. an asset is even when you're sloppy drunk, you can still perform a live show. So, okay. one 
liability that you would turn around to make an asset is that you probably would stop the drinking or slow up on the drinking and perform even better at a live show. You see what I'm saying? So what would you consider something that you would consider negative, something that you would consider positive, and something that was negative that you turned into a positive? Um, the positive, the positive is, is that like I said once before, I'm, I can make an impact on what I'm doing. The negative is, is sometimes there's too many people around you and there's too many people in your ear, too many distractions, you know? So that's how I look at it. The negative is you might cause, you might cause the wrong attention to you. Like see me as an artist, I get good, good attention and bad, bad attention. But for the most part, I get great attention. But certain times it's a lot of people want to cut, like, you know, just mad at you for what you're doing because they can't do it just themselves. So that's that's basically the liability of it. Okay. Me Tell drinking me is part of me drinking is part of the part of the um celebration. You know what I'm saying? Every when you drink, I look at it as a celebration. You need to be celebrating something. So tell me about your latest project. My latest project that I'm dropping right now is Vision. Um, video was shot by Less Visuals. We're dropping that very soon. Um, the next single is Vision. We just shot the video not too long ago. We're about to drop it. And the song was basically influenced by what I went through. You know, as far as me having to learn certain things, you know, in the in my lifetime. So, you know, now that my vision is clear because the song is called Vision, and it's influence of my vision being clear, you know. You know, a lot okay. of things that I you know, so that's what, what that's what's going on right now. If you don't mind me asking, what type of experiences? Because what I gathered from that is that you're also an, a writer. Yeah, I'm I'm definitely a writer. Okay. So what type of experiences did you write? Yeah, my certified. You said what so, type of writer am I? Yeah, what kind of what type of experiences, if you don't mind me asking? Oh, what type of experiences have I went through? You know, they they experiences only to make me the man I am today. You know, you know, and I don't look at them as bad experiences or good experiences. I just look at them as experiences that you can learn something from. That's so you look, look at them. As. Yeah, everything is everything is for a purpose. Everything is for a reason. Okay. So tell me this. What is your process for writing a song? Because I have interviewed producers, I have interviewed artists, and people who write for themselves all have different processes that they use. Some people listen to the beat first. Some people base it on the experience. What is your writing process most of the time? My writing process, because I don't want to give you the recipe now. I don't want to give. I don't want to give him the recipe. Give so the I'm, I'm gonna get. A, I'm gonna give a little process, you know. Hey, I just had a Grammy, a Grammy award-winning writer on here. He gave the recipe, so it'll be okay. Okay, okay. I'm in safe hands, basically. Okay. Um. Well, my process is really like, like you said, I listen to the beat, and I have my own studio, by the way, and uh. This video behind me, I edit myself. Like I'm, I'm actually a videographer too. 
and I, I, I definitely edit my own videos. So me, my process of, of making music is just like, I listen to the beat, I just feel the energy. Whatever energy is there at that time, I just go with it. And like I, like I said, I got my own studio, I punch in, so I can say one line here, say one line there. And, you know, I don't want to give out too much. You know, I, I'm just great at what I do. You know what I'm saying? If I can't do nothing else, I can make a damn, damn great hit song if I can't do nothing else. So I want to ask you a question about the business. Yes, ma'am. I was sitting in a room and listening to some legends. So if the song <laughs> blows up, that person might come back and try to try to sue you because you was going to say it this way, but they suggested that you say it this way and you did. So what is your advice to independent artists about letting extra people into their sessions? My advice is don't. <laughs> My advice is go with your gut because all, all artists got that that instinct in them. Like, yo, I shouldn't even have this person in there. Go with your gut. Go with what you want to do. Go with, you know what I'm saying? You don't, you don't need nobody to confirm anything that you do. You know what I'm saying? Like, I made it to even interviewing with you because of what I decided to do. You know what I'm saying? And I decided to link up with this label that I'm with now, which is Colossal. Understand Down Management. You know? And yeah, we have our... Stand down. Yes. I said, tell me about Stand Down Management. I'm going to tell you a lot about Stand Down Management, but I don't know if we got enough time. <laughs> stand Down Management is exactly what the name is they 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 standing down to everything that they say they're gonna do you know what i'm saying so they get a lot of things done they make sure the artist is you know well taken care of and have consideration for you know because certain people don't know how to deal with artists you know and artists can lash out or artists can be feeling this way at one moment and feel another way at, a, at another moment so you know, you got to know how to deal with that. So stand down management is good with me. So I'm going to ask you another business question. One commonality that I would say that I have seen with independent artists is that they will make music and not use split sheets. What do you think about artists doing some of the process, but not all of the process? I think they need to get their business in order. I think they need to get their business in order. Split sheets are right here. You know, they need to get these things right here. You know what I'm saying? Anytime you go to the studio, you work with somebody else, make sure you have your split sheet. You know? Let's see your face. Put that paper down. I'm going to put the paper down. Anytime you go and work and, and, and put out your craft, make sure you have these split sheets. Mm-hmm. So that you won't get taken advantage of. I've been doing music mm -hmm. for a long time and I have been mm -hmm. dealing with a lot of greedy people mm -hmm. that can see that can see your talent as the best crack on the streets. And they don't mm -hmm. care about you as a person, they just care about it being the best crack on the streets. So you gotta be able to protect yourself. You know what I'm saying? Make sure you protect it out here. That's it. Okay. Well tell me one what of What you your need most to know about me? You, yeah, you well, want to know I about me? Look, I let you start out to introduce yourself to everybody and you gave me a few sentences and then you stopped. I mean, I'm the major, you know. I come from South Carolina. 
you know, off of a of a man of a manager selling me a dream. I've been working hard to do my music. I've been I got my own studio. I write music every single day. And I'm not going back down south until I go back down there with a trophy to show my family. Cause I don't have no family here. Unless my except my daughter. I came up here, I made a child, my daughter. And I'm still working, as you can see. With the, with nobody around me, I still end up having my own studio, making my own music, editing my own videos. I so happen to run into some good people, Colossal ENT, that can help me. And I still been, and I stayed dedicated. I stayed humble. I stayed hardworking. I'm a funny guy. Yeah, I'm a funny guy, but I'm all about my business because I don't have no more time to play and be a funny guy because I have a child that's here now. So character, yeah, they see the character, you know, but my character is into my music right now and anything that I'm doing to feed my daughter, you know? And right now I'm in, I'm in Brooklyn, New York. All right. And, you know, I'm just, I'm just still pushing. I was selling my CDs. I can't, when I first came here, I was washing windows. Started my own business really? over washing windows. Okay. You know, running into different managers, people that wanted to take advantage and do a lot of shit like that, but I still continued the, my journey because I didn't want to go back down south and and and, and be a failure or, or you know, it didn't accomplish anything that out that I that I said I was going to accomplish when I came to New York. Okay. Me, so I'm a per I'm a living legend that that people should that people should really respect and and look up to. I'm fine. So you're the manager? Acting manager for Colossal Entertainment. Hey, he spoke very highly of you. I appreciate you for that, King. Thank you. You know that? Yeah, we're doing beautiful <laughs> hey, things. Brother. We appreciate your interview. We appreciate your time. Thank you so much for having us. We would love to follow you on the Instagram, follow your podcast, and tune in because we all about supporting one another and making sure we see artists live their dreams. That's what we about. We just following their dreams. I can be somewhere go emptying out my vending machines that I got throughout Brooklyn, you know, and loading them up with, with drinks like and stuff. Brooklyn. Huh? I said, you talk like you're from Brooklyn. Yeah, I'm definitely, that's a big fact. Born and raised. Crown Heights, <laughs> Brownsville, Flatbush. All right. Well, y'all heard him. You can find you on all platforms, right? The yeah. major way. The major. The major. On all Visions on coming all soon. Colossal Entertainment. Colossal, Colossal Entertainment. Visions Thanks. coming soon. Concrete Savage right behind it. We're going to take over with Concrete Savage. Mark my word. Yeah, I Oh, that's the dogs. You, you hear the dogs? That's Blue. Blue even co-signed our shit just now. That's how we doing it. The dog done spoke. We out of here.